0: Hello and welcome to the Tantra for Gay Men podcast, hosted by Jason and Ingo Tantra. Here we're exploring spirituality and personal growth through the practice of Tantra, the body, energy, and sex. Hello there and welcome to episode one of our podcast. Today, Ingo and I are answering the question why is the body central to spiritual practice? And In this um, episode, we're talking about some of our, or Ingo's talking about some of his early experiences in Tantra. And we're talking about Tantra as a spiritual practice and some different ideas for you to listen to. Also, um, listen all the way through, because towards the end we have a special gift for you where we're talking about the Tantra for Gay Men app, where you can talk about this podcast and we're also going to talk to you about the Tantra Love Festival as well in Glastonbury in, UK in the uh in the summer. So, um, yeah, um, enjoy listening to this. Thank you. Hello there. Hello, Ingo. Hello, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, sweetheart. <laughs> Hello, my darling. Here we are in episode one of our podcast and we are in the beautiful Copenhagen. I don't know if any of you can see my background here but there's palm trees and beautiful beaches. We are literally overlooking the sea, and mm. this is our
1: winter, our place where we uh, escape to um, over the winter to to recharge, to come up with new ideas, to be creative, to basically uh, prepare for the next year all these things that we want to bring to the world. Yeah.
0: And I kind of brought the idea of this podcast, and... Um, I just wanted to, like, as we're talking about episode one, just to talk about why we're doing this, because I've been harping on to you for a long time that when I see people that come to our diploma Mm program, they get an amazing sort of, like, um, experience of us, and they have an amazing, profound week, and they're in love, they're in... Just these really extreme experiences and i was like well how can people know us more and know our teachings more mm-hmm. um because we're not the world's best at doing videos and things and so came up with this idea about a podcast
1: yes it's it's, it's interesting isn't it because uh, f- for me there there has been quite a lot of uh, resistance and i uh-huh. think that has to do um with the fact that the the more I go into spirituality, and that the more I do Tantra, the more I'm getting interested in everything that is immediate and that is direct interaction with people and mm. direct interaction with um, what is around me and and that becomes just more and more amazing and you know cinematic or, mm. w- or w- whatever you want to call it. And at the same time, there is this, you know, this, this resistance against anything that is virtual, mm. like, uh, you know, social media and all of that, because I, I almost, you know, I need to feel a person and see mm. a person and almost be mm. able to touch a person. It's a very central thing, like mm. like Tantra is, and, and, and that's one of those things. However, as you say, right, um, people want to know more about the background of Tantra. And we we, we started this a few years ago, I remember, by introducing our our talks during retreats, during the diploma, and people were just mind-blown because Mm. all of a sudden they they, they started to realize what's actually behind this, behind Mm. these Mm. exercises, processes, rituals, whatever that we do. Mm. Yeah, and now this is, I would say the podcast is... um, uh, can we bring this to a wider audience to whet their appetite to mm-hmm. dive into Tantra deeper? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the question probably, right?
0: And for me, I I don't know about you. I get how difficult life is. Mm-hmm. And I get that, you know, through what goes on for us personally and what goes on for our participants. I just think here in 2023 or 2024, as it is actually now, it's January. Um you know, life can be really tough and people are dealing with very complex issues, very complex lives. And I think that it gets more difficult to find joy, bliss, love, intimacy, connection. And it's like, for me, the pathway of Tantra provides the places for people to have those experiences. But also what it does, I think, is helps people figure out what gets in the way of those things in their day-to-day life. You know, often, as we know, people go home from our retreats and make all kinds of changes in their lives based on the experience that they had in the classroom. And so for me, in us doing this podcast, it's trying to maybe dispel some myths, um, help bring some ideas to the table, and help kind of position this in a way that's really serving every person that's listening to this, that they kind of leave this podcast feeling that they've touched something or we've given them some ideas, we've been able Mm -hmm. to provoke some stuff for them and that the podcast is in service to people living in 2024 um, <laughs> primarily, we're offering this to a men who loves men audience, and that this may help be a shining light in life and trying to figure it all out. You know, how do you, how do you like move in a pathway of love, of spirituality, of bliss, feeling good about sex, feeling good about yourself, feeling good about your life, you know, bringing it purpose and meaning? All of these things I kind of am hoping this podcast might serve.
1: I I liked that you um you used um the words touch and provoke because f- for me uh, what tantra actually teaches is very much beyond words mm. it's it's like you uh, well primarily it's about practice you practice things you know meditations rituals uh, also massages uh, sexual Techniques You practice these things and then you basically, you experience the effect on your mind and on your body and on your emotions. And all of a sudden, life starts to feel different. Yes. And I- I- in the context of a podcast, um, I- it's... A lot of, I feel, a lot of what we will be saying is rather we, we through language, we are going to try to h- hint at something mm-hmm. that is very much beyond language. Mm-hmm. And the more a person, you know, if if, if, if you, dear, dear listener, if you, <laughs> dear listener, <laughs> listen to this uh, podcast, you know, if you have done Tantra before or mm-hmm. if you have a meditative practice or uh, something like that, you're going to... You're going to be able to feel what is beyond the words, almost mm. like a transmission. It's it's not something personal that w- because we are fantastic or something, but it's something universal that that mm. that, that 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 comes through as we 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 talk about um, these things. And so, for me, um, the 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 best thing, the the, the the sorry, the best way to really get the most out of this podcast Mm -hmm. is actually to deeply listen to it in the context of practice in the context of practice i mean you know do your meditations daily Mm. do your retreats once in a while Mm. and then listen to this and try to fall into what is beyond the words and and that's what you're going to feel yes and this is probably hard to you know hard to to it's uh, hard to imagine for people who have never done any of those practices, but still mm-hmm. you can try uh, do you feel something beyond our words mm-hmm. what what is it that it that it elucidates mm. in you and 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 if you feel something, then oh wow, yeah, this is something to follow this South Tantra mm. works mm-hmm. yeah,
0: beautiful. Beautiful. Yes. And also, just as you were saying that I've kind of was feeling you or what we've also said before, it's almost like don't listen to the words, but actually listen to what you feel and what goes on for you beyond the words, you know, almost like what we're (coughs) communicating is not necessarily verbal, which might sound a bit crazy. (laughs) <laughs>
1: it, it, it has a verbal dimension and it has an intellectual dimension. But uh-huh. if you if you only listen to that dimension, you're gonna miss about ninety percent. I would say okay. yeah, ninety percent is beyond that.
0: Well, listen. Why don't we lead into the first part of this? Yeah. So today's question, okay, for us today's question is, why is the body central to spiritual practice? So why is the body? <coughs> Central to spiritual practice in relationship to tantra and spirituality.
1: So, um, w- 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 when I when I prepared myself for this podcast, I thought uh-huh. like, oh God, what a question! Because it's such a big question. Mm-hmm. Y- 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 you could uh, so y- 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 well to start with. Tantra is spirituality through the body. Yep. Everything that happens in Tantra is through the body, and in in, in that way, Tantra is, I would say, not unique, uh, but it is pretty different from many spiritual uh, modalities that people are usually, you know, usually practice, uh, especially in the West. Mm -hmm. So everything that happens in Tantra happens through the body then how does it happen through the body? And, tha- you know, the answer to why is is, 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 is hidden in that how. W- we could, m- I think I could probably do 10 episodes, <laughs> 10 full episodes on that to explain how exactly it works, how, how for example, uh, we, 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 we start to wake up energy and to play with that energy and, and mm-hmm. all of that. But when I prepared myself, I think I would... You know, I would like to start with something completely different, and 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 uh, this topic of how tantra works, how tantra works through the body, i.e., how spirituality works through the body, is gonna pop up in our, you know, in in in, in many episodes, I think, and we're gonna revisit that and and deepen that. Mm-hmm. But I would like to um, basically start with j- just a little story, and that was ac- that's actually the story you know that's how did i come to tantra mm-hmm. because you know in my 20s uh and uh, in my upbringing you know those those of you um dear listeners who know a little bit more about me you know you know that before before i stumbled uh, <laughs> i don't know almost miraculously across this 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 path was um I I was quite an intellectual person. Mm -hmm. I had this, you know, a very academic academic career Mm -hmm. and by hindsight I would say I was pretty much almost cut off from my body. Mm -hmm. My body was something that, you know, either functioned or didn't function. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't know too much about my sexuality. I didn't even miss uh, sexuality beyond anything, let's say, basic. Mm-hmm. Well, now by hindsight, basic, um, because I was so immersed in in the academic, and I thought that was fulfillment. And actually, it did feel like fulfillment in my twenties. And I made quite a career out of this. I, I you know, I, I I was quite successful. And then I remember I um. I- I- it was someone. I met with in a context where I was living Mm -hmm. and this person told me uh, there was something in this person something different Mm -hmm. the way they they the way they talked the way there was something magical not a gay person it was a straight man actually and I said said, 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 listen you look different Mm. what 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 is it that you do? What is this? And he said, "Oh, this is tantra." And I was like, "This is what?" <laughs> <laughs> and it was like. So he told me about all of this stuff, and I thought, mm, "At some point, uh, I need to try this out because this person felt very joyful. Uh-huh. There was a a kind of there was a vibrancy, there was a joy to that mm. person. Mm, mm. So, a year later." I then signed up for a Gate Hunter retreat mm-hmm. in Germany, but my intention was uh, not very spiritual. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, um, you know, my, my narrative to myself was, oh, yeah, yeah, th- this this person looked really joyful. Maybe that, you know, that probably comes from a, you know, let's say a better sex life. Uh-huh. So I- um, what would I like to do in my sex life? I was, mm. you know, I was very interested in doing things in group. I was very interested in trying out, let's say orgy like things, but in a all in a context of let's say friends. Mm-hmm. I was not interested in going to a dark room with no connection or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh how nice mm. a group uh, where, where we come together, we get to know each other, we make some connections, and then let's get it on. And mm-hmm. and there is like like a health space for that. S- and and that all happened that all happened in the group there were actually really really lovely people i i thought oh god i I, th- I actually you know two there were two main um fears that i had when i went there one was uh is is someone going to try to uh recruit me into a cult right <laughs> And the second was um are there only going to be weird people who yeah. are, you know and un- unattractive yeah. and things like that yeah and both was was absolutely not the case but you know I'm going to talk about that another time but so we did all kinds of exercises mm mm-hmm. um uh, i'm d- i'm not going to go into what what exactly we did but let's say our um my sexual energy was ramped up beyond anything I'd ever experienced. Mm-hmm. But yet, still, it wasn't spiritual. Mm. But then after three days of that, mm-hmm. something happened that has completely changed my life. Until now, it was... Uh, that has completely changed my life since. And that was completely unexpected. Can you and say because what because Well, um, by... You're just saying that we are running out of time, yes. so maybe I'm gonna <laughs> do a cliff. I ha- kind of shall interested. Shall I do a cliffhanger here? Okay. Um, do I have an- Can I have another five minutes? Or <laughs> two or three. Two, two or three. Or three you know. So, <laughs> I'm gonna elaborate on that um, uh, in 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 the next ones because what what actually happened to me was quite universal. It's 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 a certain it's a certain moment in spiritual development that was um, triggered by these uh, exercises that we did. Mm-hmm. So what happened was that in the middle of the night, I woke up and I realized immediately that wa- I was in a very, very strongly altered state, mm-hmm. uh, in a state that I hadn't experienced so far. Mm-hmm. It was as if, it's hard to describe, but it was like ecstatic communion with with everything that is. Beautiful. With everything that is. It's like the universe and I felt completely at one. And and I'm like, wow, oh God, what the hell is this? (laughs) I don't even believe in this. I had, you know, I had abdicated from anything religious and something. I thought, you know, oh yeah, that's club trap. And all of a sudden I was there and like, wow, this is what uh, people who have this this experience of fusing mm. with the absolute must must feel like. Mm. It felt like my experience was flowing into one with all the experience that the universe mm. had mm. ever had and it felt elating it felt brilliant it Mm -hmm. felt very very uh, there was lots of energy and sometimes it it felt almost like unmanageable
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I will talk more about it now now yeah now we are finished aren't we so Um, just
0: bringing all of that back to then the question about why is the body central to spiritual practice what I hear you saying is i mean for me when i offer my part actually i'm kind of you're talking about it from the experiences yeah. that you actually had yeah. and what i hear you say <coughs> is that everything you felt spiritual was through your body was through your ecstasy through the the altered state <coughs> you used the word altered state well yes
1: a yes the state was felt like a very physical state mm-hmm. by the way it it stayed with me for almost two weeks. Mm. And there, there, there were many, man, I'm going to talk about it more next time, mm. what happened in those two weeks. But um, to answer your question, um, very, very, very clearly, this state was triggered by exercises that radically engaged the body. Yes. That radically woke up mm-hmm. sexual. Uh, energy mm-hmm. in our body because for those days mm-hmm. you remember our teacher at that time you know um, that's I, I very very you know you 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 basically in the on retreat spend hours and hours with waking these energies up in your body so mm-hmm. it was purely physical mm-hmm. that, that, that 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 and that and now by hindsight i know this because i've studied tantra much more so i know the mechanisms behind that By that engagement with the body in the form of sexual energy Mm. you can trigger these mechanisms in the mind that propel you into those states uh, that then you know get you on the spiritual path
0: but that's Mm. that's another topic. For me lifting from what you're saying and kind of carrying that on around when I was thinking about this question, the first thing I was thinking about is, well, what actually is a spiritual practice? And the reason I'm saying that is because for those of you listening, you may already have some spiritual practice. Some of you may be trying meditation. Some of you may be, you know, watching um, Eckhart Tolle or Osho on YouTube. And, you know, for me, there's different things that make up a spiritual practice. Some of you may go to church. Some of you may go to mass. Some of you, you know, may have a, a meditation practice. Some of you may have a tantric practice or a yoga practice. So there's many, many different things that people are doing that they would identify as a spiritual practice. And for me, the reason why the body is central to the to the spiritual practice is because I passionately believe with, like, every fibre in my body that any spiritual practice has to be felt through the body for it to be able to be grounded and experienced in the human experience. So, like, when I was 18, you know, spirituality to me was going to Glastonbury in the UK for for an afternoon with my mother, buying crystals, um, having a reading... Um, And, you know, that was my version of spirituality at that time. For me, when, and, and that's evolved because actually there was like a seed or a kernel of something inside of me that I could feel, but it didn't have a name. I could sense it, but it didn't have an identity. And I would say through all of my 30 plus years of being on a spiritual path, that's the one thing, and I would almost call it the divine that has been consistent through um, through my through my spiritual practice, you know, eighty percent of that or you know seventy five percent of that being through Tantra. For me, when I think about us as humans, we have thoughts, we have our mind, we have feelings and we have emotions. We have a body that has like five different sensations, taste, touch, hearing, smell. And then there's like the other part of us, I would call that like our soul. And so for me, we're made up of these different components. And it's then, you know, again, I've only got a few minutes to talk about something we could take hours over. But it's like, well, what is a spiritual practice? And for me... I think one of the problems that we have is that neo-New Age practices sort of like, and I've talked about this before in the 1990s, was all about ascension, was all about crystals, was all about angels, was all about everything other than our human body. And I think the neo-New Age and Tantra being part of that actually we've returned back to the body like you know if you look now there's much more breath work there's much more tantra on offer than ever has been and i think we've returned back to the body and i know and just as you're describing ingo in your first part but i know through my own experience my most powerful spiritual practice and spiritual experiences have been through my body next time when we talk, we're going to talk about sex and sexual energy, but actually at the peak of my most, like my orgasm or the peak of my different experiences, it's always been through the body. (coughs) And so I would question any spiritual practice you know and I may be biased on my perspective but I would almost question any spiritual practice that doesn't involve the body because for me it can kind of cut out our humanity and we can end up trying to ascend to something that is not here on planet earth mm-hmm. that's not here as as human beings um
1: when i hear you talk one thing comes up for me um very strongly bef- that might be useful to mm. to 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 integrate when we talk ab- talk about spirituality for me um there is one aim of spirituality, on on, on a very in, in a very general way, that we share, and that aim um, is is I, I would put the word realization. Yes. To it, what does r- what do I mean by realization? Mm-hmm. Um, realization is um, is almost like the opposite of belief. Mm-hmm. You can believe in God, yeah, but belief is a function of your analytic mind you 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 just think that mm. and that has nothing 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 to do with almost a state of being where with every fiber of your body with every 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 moment of your experience uh-huh. you are immersed in 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 god or whatever it is mm-hmm. that's the difference between um belief and realization mm. and for me something opened up when i said actually you know <laughs> I, I i grew up partly uh, p- german protestant mm-hmm. and that is very dry it's all about belief mm. but the problem was i had no idea that all of this was just all in my mind mm. it was just mm. thinking mm. it was just thinking about it's it's, it's, it's it's of no consequence in in and um once I realized that these things can be realized, i.e. directly experienced, then I was like, ah, and once you redefine your spirituality in that way and say, this is not about belief, it's not even about belief in a crystal, or about belief that if I make a pilgrimage to Glastonbury I'm gonna, it's about feeling, via direct experience what is possible what mm-hmm. what what many of you know it's this almost a, a mystical mm-hmm. uh, eastern mm, kind of way that mm-hmm. it needs to be realized through it needs to be realized yep. whether through the body or through other methods mm-hmm. is another question but in tantra it's firmly through the body and that has its reasons and mm-hmm. part of these reasons are cultural because you know I, i'm gonna talk about that uh, in another time
0: <laughs> yeah lovely yeah, yeah. i love all of that that you're saying i like the way that you're saying that it needs to be realized yes it's like it occurs to you and it's like the way that that comes up through the body it's like there's no other truth than that realization in that moment
1: yeah uh, it, it feel uh, that th- th- there is uh, w- w- when people come to work with our to us who have never had a glimpse of what Mm. realization feels like Mm. it it feels like uh, this typical thing is oh god i believed i was actually experiencing it but i was not experiencing it Mm. now for the first time i'm experiencing this
0: Mm. Mm. wow
1: Mm. Mm. that's if 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 that points towards this principle of you know direct experience Mm -hmm. and then which leads to realization we can actually live every moment of our experience we can Mm. live from that perspective Mm. if you know if we if we follow the path with a lot of diligence and (laughs) discipline (laughs) and, and so on yeah
0: the other part I wanted to add to what we're saying is and we were talking about this I think this morning we have many conversations I can't always remember what (coughs) to say where but I remember us talking about for me the spiritual path is not about I don't think you're able to pick the nice bits and just do the nice bits actually for me the spiritual path is about embracing the dark bits as much (coughs) as leaning into the good bits and I think At some level, it's actually being able to meet life just as it shows up, moment to moment, perfect as it is, without any opinion about whether it's good or bad. But the point I specifically wanted to make is people can sometimes make the mistake on a spiritual path that they must be aiming for bliss and they must be aiming for the good stuff, the nice stuff, the pleasure stuff. And for me, a spiritual path needs to embrace the all. And for me as a human being, I have shit days. I have days where I'm dealing with lots of darkness. I have days of the blissful. And for me, you know, this, I'm probably just, you know, over-talking what I want to talk about in a future bit. But for me, Tantra is about being able to hold yourself in the bits that are the darkest and the most difficult and the most painful. But also being able to stretch into and expand into the blissful parts, the love parts, the amazing parts. And I think it's both of those dualities. And, you know, for me, when I say the body is central to that, because actually most of the... Most of the experiences you have in Tantra are through the body like i i believe like ninety percent of what you experience is if not a hundred percent is through the body, which is why we keep talking about doing practices that involve the body and then and then integrating what comes up from that
1: is this interesting because um this, uh, you know, whenever you talk about embracing everything and um, the light and the dark sides, I would say as an end goal, completely absolutely, Mm. completely absolutely. But at the same time, I'm always wondering if... uh, uh, I think... Because, you know, this, this this, kind of embracing this, what you mean by that, looks very, very different for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, as someone who has practiced for many years. Mm. I realize for many people who c- actually come to us, especially when they are beginners, they are suffering anyway. Mm-hmm. They are very often something doesn't, go that well in their life they're looking for answers Mm. Uh, they are they feel that uh, life you know is this all there is to life there must be more so there is already and and uh, for me personally to to at that point to tell them Mm. to say oh you need to embrace everything I'm sometimes not quite sure if it's the right strategy for, for th- later on on the spiritual path. Absolutely yes, but at that point for me, it's actually that my work is actually to um, show them that they are act that that most of what they are experiencing are just the tortures of their mind, and there is another way of direct experiencing, mm-hmm. which yes, towards the end. Will embrace the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know uh, uh, that that is becomes more evident as uh, towards towards the end goal, but at that point, uh, very often, I feel what people need at that point is more a kind of a vision to say, listen, there, that there, there is. There is a way to deepen there is a way to see something that is completely beyond the confines of what you're suffering from that's for for me that what what I want to bring yes, for people who are at the very very beginning of the spiritual path
0: we we may be yeah passionately agreeing so if you're listening if you're listening one of the things you're going to discover is that ingo and i don't always agree (laughs) and sometimes we have differences of opinions or different ideas and up to now of 18 years of our our marriage of, of us being together my love we've managed to celebrate that difference but for me as I'm hearing you, I agree, the early part of the spiritual journey is, or the tantric spiritual journey. Yes, we're talking about tantra, is, or whatever we're talking about. Is yeah. Actually, and yeah. only the tantra, exactly. is ecstatic, is blissful, is multi-orgasmic, is embodied, and all of that's amazing. The danger for me is that people can end up just hunting for that and being in that and actually ignoring the elephant in the room of all of the stuff Mm. that gets in the way of that. And so for me, it's a parallel journey. It's about being able to open yourself to the amazing sensations Mm -hmm. that you're going to have. You know, you talked about at the beginning of this podcast, staying awake for nights, not being able to sleep Mm -hmm. because you were so activated. And at the same time, I believe that that's also the time to look at the dark stuff. The stuff that doesn't work in parallel, I, because actually I think there's a harmony between these two places that both need to be looked at and, and experienced. As I said, we could be passionately, wildly I ag- ag- agreeing. I, I, I think <laughs> we
1: we completely agree. We we don't we don't we don't disagree. It's just a question of, you know, w- what what is predominant at which part of yes. the path. Yes. And, and my my mission to at the very start for people is, because most people are already suffering enough, mm-hmm. let's first show them an alternative. Yes. And then, yep. you know, and, and then they experience all of this ecstatic stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, shit, this is this is what's actually available. Yeah. And then from that viewpoint, yep. but note that this is a viewpoint that is different from where they were a few months before. Completely. From that viewpoint, they are then, Exactly as you say, oh fuck, I am so much getting into my way, I yeah. need to really, really change, uh, you know, really look yeah. at a few, yeah. I don't know, hard truths yep. of how I have lived my life, of how I have given, you know, uh, how, uh, how I have th- the, the way I've hold, uh, uh, held myself and things like that. Yeah. And that's, I agree, that's when, you know, you. we then, and that's what we do actually in, mm-hmm. in some of our retreats, then... Not just to do like more ecstasy, more ecstasy, <laughs> but rather, um, rather w- systematically work on these dark sides and how to, how to 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 develop a very different yeah. view of those through the lens of ecstasy. You know, yeah.
0: Yeah. beautiful. Thank you. So we had only planned to talk about this. Um, <laughs> for a certain level and um, yeah that's interesting so the bit that we're going to move on to now is um, we're going to talk about our gift to you so if as you're listening to episode one of this podcast which is we're talking today about why is the body central to spiritual (laughs) practice and we've also talked about you know some of those early door experiences and tantra which I think is is crucial to understanding. Um, you may want to join in the conversation of this podcast and maybe share something about your story, share something about what's going on for you. Um, you may want to hear from other people, like-minded people, that are talking about this topic. And the best way to do that is through our online platform, the um Tantra for Gay Men community app um and the way to access that community dot tantraforgaymen dot com that's mm-hmm. community dot tantraforgaymen dot com and there's like a membership sign up and when you get in there there's um a, there's like a whole I'd say like a, it's like a Facebook, but a Facebook Plus, because there's like a feed. There's um, over 2,000 members in there of, of men just like you that are interested in Tarantra, interested in spirituality, interested in sex. Um, and there's ways to interact with all of those members. Um, and the this is offered to you for free. OK, so if you want to talk about this podcast, if you want to talk about um, anything that's come up for you whilst listening, the best place to do that is to go into our community app. Um, and then also in there is, um, as I said, a way to meet all of the 2000 plus members that are there. Um, and also there are a load of video um blogs and video articles so that you can um you can kind of listen and watch and absorb you know lots of different talks that have been done over the years about tantra and then we also have a um some free tantra classes offered by some of our teachers and coaches in our community um the one thing to say, though, is that in the summer of 2024, the app is going to be changing and it's going to be changing into a way where Ingo and I want to co-create a learning Tantra. So wherever you are in the world listening to this podcast, we passionately serve you, we passionately love you, and we want you to experience and practice Tantra. So our intention is in the summer to reconfigure our community app platform into a what i call it an active practicing learning community of men who love men that are practicing tantra online and that maybe is a prelude to joining us to a in-person event um and there will be a subscription for that part the community itself and talking about this podcast and meeting members Um, And the video blog archives, those will always remain free to you. There'll be a subscription to the Learning Tantra online, which will launch in the summer. But actually what we're trying to do is, is, through this podcast, really help you, really help bring Tantra to you, help bring the amazing gifts it's bringing to you. And then to take you a step forward into starting to practice that at home that may then support you if you're going to any Tantra retreats or maybe as like a prelude to actually joining, you know, us on a Tantra retreat. And as I said, the free parts of that community app are are our gift to you. I'm trying to say that with my Bristol accent. Our, our, Our gift to you is our gift to you. Um, and yes, that is, um, that's their com. The,
1: if you're new to this, uh, you're going to see that there's a really, really lovely community. uh uh-huh. And that's something about Tantra. Tantra is being practiced with lovely, you know, with really lovely people. That's one of the. Really good things about that. You're never going to sit uh, in a in a cave on your own, and and mm. uh, you, you're not going to be alone. And it's really lovely. And uh, yeah. Also, we are. There's the option to practice with us in retreat settings. There this is. year, Right. You wanted but to talk about that. Well,
0: what w- uh, there's many things we could talk about. The, the yeah. one thing we're going to talk about today is our beloved Tantra Love Festival. Yes. Uh, Oh my God, my heart just sings at the thoughts. I get excited about the festival in October when it has to run 10 months later in the following August the um, festival
1: is in august so
0: what's the date do you remember the dates uh
1: it's over the uk bank holiday weekend yeah. in august saturday to wednesday i think it's the something like the 24th to That's the 28th correct. or something that like correct. that of august
0: and it's in glastonbury in the sacred landscape of beautiful glastonbury at a retreat center called earth spirit center and about 130 men come to us from all over the world Um, I'm going to ask Ingo in a minute to tell us what he loves about it, but for me, it's like we have capacity for 130 men, and to see 130 men fall in love over five days is my motivation, and it just touches my soul. I can't begin to tell you how oh, my God, the experiences you'll have with these different men in so many different ways. There's over 40 workshops, like four Something like that, running yeah. in parallel. There's sacred Tantra rituals. And the nice thing is, is, like, we specifically designed the program to work for those that are really experienced in Tantra and for those that have never done anything. You can actually get through our festival without taking your clothes off.
1: Yes. Um so uh, the festival w- we created this w- w- what where are we we are in this our, is our 13th 11th, no 13th, 13th this is our 13th, 13th year so um we created this to basically you know tantra has so much joy and celebration mm-hmm. in it mm-hmm. and it's it's the joy of coming together with people and not well not faff around for a long time (laughs) with (laughs) small talk and Mm. feeling feeling awkward but actually really going into deep connection Mm. almost immediately Mm. and 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 the whole festival is designed that way tantra is designed that way to throw you into into deep connection with Mm. people Mm. and and from there the 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 Uh, possibilities emerge to practice together and 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 things like that Mm, mm. and the festival really celebrates that what what Mm. what people say who come there is oh god i basically thought how am i gonna relate to these people how am i am am i gonna feel awkward and Mm. all of that was Mm. dispelled Mm. Mm. and Mm. after 24 hours it felt like i was there with 130 Really, really good friends, which mm. I've been known, you know, which I'd be, I've known for many, many years. Mm. I can tell them everything. I can be physical with them. I can mm. cuddle. I mm. can, you know, we have many uh, workshops from the totally non-sexual to the totally juicy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's everyone's choice of how how deep they <laughs> want to go, and and people. Uh, it, it makes my heart sing, yeah, to see how people open in that. People and, uh, how they try out things that they've <laughs> never tried <laughs> out, and then they were like, oh, I didn't know that this kind of intimate work with mm. people could be so connected. And I'd never expected that people would be so, so lovely.
0: People are crying in the car park yeah, when yeah, they yeah. leave, <laughs> aren't they? They're in <laughs> tears. Yes. That, and we're not even talking about a lot of it in terms of, we haven't talked about the spa zone, the love temple, um, and I think I'm working on an ice bath challenge, sacred cacao ceremonies, a ton of tantric massage workshops. We're gonna be talking more about the festival, but I just wanted to in this podcast just talk briefly about Well, it's it's really close to our hearts.
1: Especially if you're new, it's the ideal mm. way mm. to be introduced to our community and to basically I mean uh, f- so many people there have found friends yeah, for life. For life. Yeah, some have. have even found their partners. Yes, it's uh, it's it, it, it's a really beautiful community.
0: <sighs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would say love shower for the Tantra Love Festival. Shh. <laughs> so Ingo, that brings us to the end of our first podcast, and would you believe we're actually on time? But um we haven't done 90% of the content that we covered so that's what i thought our yeah. commitment is to um ad- to be with you for the next few years through this podcast so i am sure we're not going to run out of things to say how have you found being today in this
1: oh it's lovely it's it's such a beautiful yeah dialogue and yeah. um but uh, what really excites me is to uh you know for the listeners to to to, to hear to hear feedback mm. from the listeners mm. to 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 hear comments mm. to so if you uh, if you were touched by some things we say please comment please please yes. please write something in 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 our app feed yes and uh let's yeah that would be beautiful
0: cool forgot to mention festival if you want to read more about it tantra number four tantra for gay Men dot com tantra for yes. gay Men dot com okay we love you look forward to seeing you in our next episode look after yourself and lots of love to you take care now take care bye 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 (laughs) so i really um hope that you enjoyed listening to this podcast um If you are interested in um, looking at the Tantra for Gay Men community app, you can do that, community.tantraforgaymen.com. That's tantra, the number four, gaymen.com, community.tantraforgaymen.com. And also, if you're interested in the Tantra Love Festival, you can find that at our website, tantraforgaymen.com. In our next episode, Inga and I are going to be exploring um, questions and one question that we're going to be exploring is when it can feel like you're caretaking for another person in sex. So I don't know if you've ever had that sex where you kind of feel like you're caretaking the other person and it's like you and your needs don't even exist on the radar. And we're going to share with you some ideas and explore that topic. We're also going to take um, a question from the app from Luke's who's asking the question, what does a tantric spiritual practice look like? What does a tantric spiritual practice look like? So, yeah, we're covering that in our next episode and we look forward to seeing you then. Take care. Bye bye.